Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I want to be an herb garden girly. I can't sign up for like a zucchini garden or anything like that. I just don't have the headspace at the moment. But I want to have two pots of herbs. And Liz. I do not have time to like read the novel before a recipe and then read the ingredients and then figure out how to make the recipe. Your mom time off starts now. And welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with raspy voice Kelly. And Liz. Yes, I am losing my voice. I don't know why. I feel fine. We just were away with the kids this weekend. And I think maybe they were just, I was just yelling, I I guess. I don't know. I don't even think I was yelling that much. Maybe I was just talking a lot. The day before we leave for New York, we're we're supposed to film a million tours. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, it doesn't hurt me to talk. Like, I it feel hurt, kind of hurts me to listen to you talk. I'll be honest. <laughs> and Liz and I were on a call this morning and she didn't realize that I lost my voice. And she was like, why? She was like texting me. She's like, why are you so nervous? Kelly, when you lose your voice, your voice kind of starts to shake a little bit and you sound like you have like nerves. Yeah. I'm like, know. I don't have nerves. So that's weird. Well, let's just try to rest our voice and have some tea and just like do your best not to talk. Yeah. So let's start by recording a podcast episode. I think that's perfect. 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 (laughs) TikTok sound. Uh, Okay. Anyway, we have a super exciting show. Talk about all the segments you love and then some. Um, We are going to have our millennial award of the day is great. We have a blippy voice challenge as our test drive. We're doing the great eight of Easter candy. We have industry news that will leave you quaking and i have car news and i have some mom news i just have news all Ooh. around um we have a great ditch the drive through and we're going to give an update on our book club book for the month so let's just get into it and we're filming in our brand new studio setup that i stayed up till 11 o'clock last night putting together yes it looks so good so definitely head over to youtube you can find us at the carpool on youtube if you want to see this podcast recorded um you're missing us in our sweatpants Drinking and our, and our car mom and merch. our car mom merch. I'm um, recording this podcast, but it actually does look really good, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. Painted the walls. We have a desk. We have chairs, and more. More things are on the horizon. Absolutely. So yeah, like Liz said, we leave for the New York Auto Show tomorrow at eleven. We're super excited. We're going during the press days, so it won't be open to the public yet, which means we will get a more private access to a lot of the new vehicles. So we have a list of cars we intend to go and tour and get to. Um, Hopefully we're able to get to everything on our list, the number one being the Sequoia. So just keep an eye out and then um, we will start uploading all of those little mini tours from the auto show. Yes. Um, it was also fun about the press dates is that that's where the manufacturers like do their press events. So like if there's new cars to be released, that will all happen during media days. Mm-hmm. We are excited. I wasn't really excited. I was just like, oh, trip. Like, I don't want to leave the kids, but I'm actually really looking forward to it. It's going to be a mm-hmm. quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one Hyundai dinner tomorrow night. Wednesday, we're free unless we get asked to do something, which kind of we'll hoping. See. Yeah. But either way, if not, like catch Liz and I just strolling the streets of new york so crazy and new york is not that far of a flight from st louis either which no, is why it's been surprising it's funny how like Missouri's right in the middle of the country it feels like but like california is four and a half hours away yeah and i think new york is like two hours no it's like not that big of a deal at all so i just we'll can't wait to out. like go to a new york bagel shop and be like hey can you bread slice it and just no, like see Kel- what have you ever been to a new york bagel shop it Obvi- is obviously no. Elizabeth. It is stressful. Really? I went in there one time. Um, 
it was just me. I was with, with me and my cousins went to go visit another one of our cousins and they were all sleeping. So I was like, I'm oh, going to yeah, go get I forgot up. You went there. With yeah. Them. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go get a bagel, whatever. I walk into this bagel shop and it's like you see in the movies where it's like, what do you want? Too slow. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, um, please. Thank-. And everyone's like bagel and locks, small coffee, small coffee. What's is that Boston your New York accent? accent? I don't know what a New York accent is. Oh, I'm super nervous. So now. it's. <laughs> I don't oh, think no. I don't think you're gonna. They're, they'll kick you out if you try and bread slice it. If I'm like, so can you take it and then can you slice it like a loaf of bread instead? Yeah, you get kicked out. Bummer. Well, Bummer. we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So anyway, by the time this podcast comes out, we will have already gone to New York. Um, so I guess <laughs> let us know how I did. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about something, and that is a spring bucket list. Mm. Okay, so I just find myself in the season of my life where life is crazy. And sometimes I think like the seasons are passing me by and I'm not even doing all the things I wanted to do during that season. So I thought just to kind of hold myself accountable and to share with all you guys, I want to do a spring bucket list. Mm -hmm. Uh, I only have two on there so far, but just two things that I want to do this spring to like really feel like I'm embodying the season. Like they're two little small personal goals of mine that I want to do. Okay, I love I love a goal. Same. So I'm calling this my spring bucket list. Um, The first one on my spring bucket list is I think I talked about this on the last podcast. I want to be an herb garden girly. Yes. I want to have, I I can't sign up for like a zucchini garden or anything like that. I just don't have the headspace at the moment. But I want to have two pots of herbs. I've been doing a lot of research on them. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to share just in case anyone else wants to do this with me. But apparently like different herbs need different conditions. So like some do really well together and some don't. So I'm actually going to have three different herb pots. Mm -hmm. One is a tiny one and she's just going to have mint. Mint is a really invasive kind of plant. So like she's going to be like solo. Like no, literally like I have my my little herb garden chart all set up. Okay, so here's pot one. Pot one needs moist, well-drained soil. So in pot one, I'm going to have chives, basil, cilantro, and parsley. Mm. That's in pot one. Pot two, you do a little bit drier soil. Um, and in there, I'm going to have rosemary, thyme, sage, and oregano. Yum. And then pot three is just mint. So I'm really excited about my herb garden. I feel prepared. I'm excited too. I feel researched. Um, and I'm just waiting for the weather to stay a little bit more consistently warm. And then I'm going to get to planting. Perfect. I'm not going to do them from seedlings. I just decided like, I don't want that. I just like want to buy a plant and just try to keep it alive. Yeah. So that's my number one bucket list goal for spring. Okay. Thriving herb garden that just really takes me into summer. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, learn how to like cook with it and like do the things. And you know what too is a lot of those herbs, like mint especially, you can you can make cocktails out of them too. I, I, and I love that's where your head went, 100%. Yeah. Um, and you can also dry a lot of them as well, especially mm-hmm. for like the thyme and the mint. Like I was looking up like some things on Pinterest, like people drying their mint leaves for like tea in the winter mm. so anyway i'm just letting you know i'm gonna be an herb girly like call me the herb mom i'm just letting you know okay so that's my number one spring bucket list goal my other one is slightly smaller but still like just as important to me i really want to make homemade salsa more specifically though i didn't even tell you this i want to make a peach salsa oh yeah like a spicy sweet. <clears throat> like a spicy peach salsa. 
And I want to make it because I just feel like I want to have a specialty of things I bring to people. Mm-hmm. So like at Tyler's family's church, we make apple butter and like Tyler's grandma makes homemade pickles. And like, I love that. Like she like brings a jar wherever she goes to people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like peach salsa is something fun and different. So like I want to make it and then I want to like try to figure out if I can like make a lot of it and can it and like yeah. give it to people as gifts. I love that. So I think peach, but I'm not, or just maybe regular, but I think yeah, there's something like fun. Yeah, or like a sweet corn. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. So those okay. are my spring bucket list goals. Do you have any? Um, I feel like I do. I still feel like I'm getting very settled into the house and I just hate cold weather in general. So I feel like so debilitated when it's cold outside. Like I don't want to do anything. I become yeah. more lazy. Like, so that's why Dallas was honestly the perfect spot for me because I was so active because it was always a beautiful day. And now I'm can't even take the dogs on a walk because it's I mean, raining you, and cold right now. You brought this up multiple times on the podcast. Like, well, because it's it's like where I'm at. And so I'm hoping that honestly, I can just like reset my entire schedule and routine come the spring by taking the dogs on more walks because i used to take Tyrion on a walk every single day in dallas i lived right off the katie trail so i'm hoping to just sort of get my day-to-day activities up um and i i mean this is boring and not relevant to anyone but i need to paint my kitchen that's kind of like a big one for me are you guys gonna paint it yeah. Or are you going to have someone else paint it? No, I think the kitchen we're going to paint. I think the only spot we're going to try and have someone else paint is uh, our staircase because we have carpet stairs and I just don't want to mess with that. And also there's a very tall um, ceiling. And so that I will for sure have someone else paint. But yeah, those are my goals as of now. Okay, we'll and keep us updated. Yeah, just and may- maybe start a wedding diet at some point. Yeah. I feel like I probably should have started that already. I think you look great. I wouldn't worry about it. T. That brings us to... Well, before we go there, Elizabeth, speaking of spring, I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsor for today's episode, oh. Keen's Stroller Wagon. Because mm-hmm. nothing says spring has sprung like taking your kids on more walks. Mm-hmm. And the Keen's Stroller Wagon is probably the perfect thing to do that in because it is kind of a game changer and it is fun for the whole family so the keen stroller wagon is the original stroller wagon they have many options a two passenger and a four passenger Um, they're known for their quality but they're also known for their value because they offer a lot of extras with the wagon i hate an a la carte moment like if i buy the thing i want all the things included i want it as we say in the car business fully loaded mm-hmm. well keen stroller wagon does that they come with seats canopy snack trays all the things you need to be an active family on the go we have an amazing discount code here at the carpool you can use the code carpool for 50 dollars off any wagon at keens.us that's k-e-n-z.us code carpool to save 50 dollars on any wagon thank you keens for sponsoring today's episode thank you Okay, I'm getting good at that. You are getting really good at that. That was incredible. Thank you. And we're so grateful to have our first sponsor of like just someone supporting the carpool mission. Such a solid sponsor too. No, so I actually have a funny story about Keen Stroller Wagon. So um, they sent me one Mm -hmm. and Tyler unboxed it and like he had the wagon and I was like, oh my gosh, this thing's beautiful. But there was no seats. So I was like, Tyler, where are the seats? He's like, there was no seats in the box. I'm like, Tyler, they're fully loaded. Like, I'm yeah. telling him the things. I was like, you th- you accidentally threw the seats away. Like, oh, my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I didn't have to reach out to this brand and tell them that you threw the seats away. Mm-hmm. 
we're going back and forth. I He's like, I promise I didn't. Finally, I reach out to them. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't have the seats. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, Kelly, we are so sorry. We used that stroller for a photo shoot and we didn't put the seats back in. Oh my gosh. So they sent me the seats. Okay. <laughs> so it's all good. But like, I was so sure that Tyler, that Tyler, that Tyler somehow threw, threw it away. But no. Yeah. So they made it right. We love to see it. Well, and it wasn't even their fault. It was, you know, they had used that one and they sent it to me. Yeah. Absolutely. We love to see that. Okay. So anyway, Liz, why don't you hit us with the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Absolutely. And today's word is T. T-E-A. I mean, this is one of my favorite words. This is one of my favorite words, too. And I thought everyone knew what T was, except <clears throat> this weekend, uh, I had Maddie's sisters over and one of them uh, who has like three kids, she had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, really? She's like, what's T? Yeah, that's tea. So tea is the best kind of gossip, typically shared between friends. It's a bonding tool for people of all ages. Tea is usually about someone you know, but can also be extended to random internet scandals, etc. So tea is just hot goss. Yeah. And when you're talking about hot gossip, you're spilling the tea. And that's where it kind of comes from. So you're just sort of like spilling the information, spilling the gossip. And that's where it comes from. So anytime there's something scandalous, anytime there's some gossip, you're just like, oh, tea. Yeah. And you or can also I've, be got, like, I've got some hot tea for you. Yeah. And you can add adjectives to the word tea. So you could be like, I've got some piping hot tea. Correct. For like if it's extra good. Yeah. I mean, it's a word that I use, I would say daily. Oh, I for sure use it daily. And just like, it doesn't always have to be so dramatic, like. If I'd be like, oh, my gosh, is that a new Celsius flavor you're drinking? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, oh, tea. Yeah. So it can be, we love a word that can do it all. It really can do it all. And so. we love to see it. And we love tea. So that's your millennial word of the day. We hope to see you be, we hope to see you be. We hope that you can use it in a sentence. Um, to lo- and just keep spilling the tea, ladies. 100%. Okay. Now, I'm really excited about today's test drive. So yeah, this is I fun. I have the idea, if you are... If your kids watch Blippi, I see you and I feel for you. I don't know what Blippi, the chokehold that Blippi has on my family is concerning because I feel like there's so many other shows that I would love George to watch, like good shows like Paw Patrol, Bluey, that like he likes for a minute, but it always comes back to B-L-I-P-P-I. Mm-hmm. And if you've noticed, and I actually like, if you follow me on Instagram, I am always keeping up with the happenings that is all things Blippy. Because, like, he's had a big year. He's engaged. He just had a baby. They're getting married soon. A baby boy named Lachlan. Like, I know a lot about him. Mm-hmm. I also, before anyone comes to me my DMs, I also know about Blippy's history. That's for, that's a that's a conversation for a different time, different place. I don't know anything about Blippy's oh, history. It's Liz. Hot tea? It's hot tea. You can Google it if you want. But if you don't want your day to be ruined, maybe don't do it. What? Anyway, he just, like, he just had, like, a... Uh, he had an interesting start into, into fame. Oh. He, like, tried to get famous by, like, doing, like, gross things. Okay. And he's, like, apologized. And, like, that's, like, not what he wants to do. And he just, like, wants to be blippy. And, like, I, I'm i going to take it at face value. And okay. I'm going to say he was just a kid, like, trying to be famous. Okay. Um. Anyway, so blippy is, like, kind of semi on maternity leave. Paternity leave. And also, he's, like, alluded. I follow way too much of this. He's, like, alluded that, like, Blippi is a character and can be played yeah. by anybody. And so he has this other guy come on. And the guy is 
amazing. Now, George knows the difference and he will frequently be like, I want real blippy. Really? Oh, 100%. Um, but I like can't believe how much the guy sounds exactly like him. They don't look alike. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, like, it is the exact same voice and mannerisms. So I thought today it'd be fun if Liz played me two blippy clips. And I said if it was real or fake, real or fake blippy. Yeah. So I I have a cu- I have more than two actually. Okay. So I I pulled it up a couple. So I have like an intro. I want you to t- try and distinguish the two between the two intros, and then I have a couple of just like middle of the video. Them okay, talking. I, lo- I love it. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I feel like I have a lot riding on this. Okay. So first, um, this is just one of the intros. So I have two intros. So do you want to do you want to hear them both and then guess or? No, I think I should guess one at a time. Okay, well, it's going to be like, if you guess this one, then the next one would be... Oh. Like, it's... I have fake blippy and real blippy giving an intro. Oh, then, yeah. Let me hear both, and then I'll tell you which one's which. Okay. Here we go. Hey, it's me, Blippy, and today... Okay, you don't have to tell me right now, but I'm pretty sure that's real blippy. Okay. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. This is the next one. me yeah that's fake blippy you are correct (laughs) you are correct i'm so proud of myself okay now let's see if you can tell when they're just talking about toys and fruits and what right no like yeah like they do look at this this is really big and heavy that's a tough one that is a tough one I mean, they sound shockingly similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and really heavy. Hmm. I'm going to go with fake Blippi. Okay. I'm going to play the next one. Okay. This is a police car. Yeah, that's for sure real Blippi. Yeah, you're right. I'm right again. Yeah, you're right again. Woo-hoo! Okay. Are you ready for the last one? Yeah, I'm going three for three for three. All right. If I go three for three, you have to sit through a whole movie episode by yourself. No. Okay. I didn't agree to that. True. Check it out. The steering wheel of the pirate ship. I mean, unfortunately, I know that episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I know that's real bluffy. Okay. Whoa. I think you and I should do a really fun dance. Are you trying to trick me? That's also real bluffy. That's also real bluffy. Incorrect. Oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> but the, you did really good. <clears throat> I think you just thought I was playing mind games with you on that last one. Um, I mean, you got to admit, like he sounds shockingly similar. Yeah, like it's the same. He, huh? Like it's the same laugh and the same mannerism. It's honestly quite, quite impressive. So that's that on that. So if you're watching Blippy, I mean, it's so smart of Blippy to start outsourcing it. Oh my gosh! And I forgot to tell you, Blippy DM'd me the other day. What? Okay. Well, he DM'd me back. Oh, well, what did you I, say? Like, <laughs> okay, Blippi did not reach out to the car mom, let the record show. <laughs> it's just all, it's just all I needed. And I don't know if, because I follow Blippi, I'm a, I'm a freaking weirdo. I follow Blippi, I follow Stephen John, aka Blippi, mm-hmm. and I follow his wife slash fiance. Okay. Because I just like want to know what's happening. Yeah, no, it's Like I just like want to know, I just want to know, I'm just like, I feel like I am just wanting to keep everyone um, up to date. Okay, so I always tag them on my stories. See? Okay. Because I'm like giving the updates. Like he's engaged. They're having a baby. Blippi's a dad. And they blew an an orange heart. 
Okay, so Kelly's sent Blippi about 15 messages, and he hearted one of them. So. No, 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 he didn't heart it. He, he sa- sent a heart. He sent me back a heart, and then I just played it cool and just hearted it. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't going to be like, love you. Like, I wasn't going to do that, please. Yeah. Anyway. Very excited. That's some, that's some tea, Kel. Thanks. I was really excited. Okay, is it time for the great eight? It is time for the great eight, where we pick a category, select eight things in that category, and then debate them to determine a winner. And today's great eight is Easter candy. Yes, Easter candy because Easter just happened. Well, it's about to happen for us, but the at the time listening. that this comes out, you your kids have some fresh Easter candy that you can go snag, and we're going to determine which one is the most snaggable. That is exactly what we're going to be doing. That is exactly what we're going to be doing today, Elizabeth. So I feel like this is, we haven't, normally we discuss them. We haven't discussed them yet. So I yeah. think we're just like going to go through. No, we're going to 100% go through. Okay, so do I, can I start? Yeah, go ahead. All right, well, I'm going to go with the obvious ones of Reese's eggs. Oh, wow. I So that starts off super strong. And I feel we could almost end it there, but let's see what happens. Reese's eggs, I mean, not only could they be the best Easter candy, they're also the best version of Reese's. Yeah. Like, and it's Reese's. It's not Reese's. Then why, why'd you just say Reese's? I don't know. I meant, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Are you just correcting yourself? Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> no, it's the best version. I mean, yeah. the trees are fine. Like, they do a thing. And, like, the pumpkins are whatever. But, like, there's the eggs are superior. like an egg. I agree. I actually bought them for George and Hattie's Easter baskets, and I have eaten them all. Yeah. Like, I put them happens. in their Easter baskets and then slowly pulled them out over the course of a week to finish well, them. Well, they didn't need them. No, 100%. Okay, I'm going to go with an iconic peep. Okay. Uh, Cadbury yeah. cream eggs. Sydney loves those. I know. I don't really... Well, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, Starburst jelly beans. Just mm-hmm. a true... A true classic. Well, the truest classic is the chocolate bunny. Oh, Elizabeth... I love the chocolate bunny. Mm-hmm. Do you like the hollow one, mm-hmm. or do you like the solid one? No, I feel like the solid one is. Uh, we'll get we'll get there. The solid one I feel like is too hard to eat sometimes. Yeah, so you just like a little hollow one. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. I don't know if I have anything else. How about the the egg gum, the egg shaped oh, the gum that comes in the little gum eggs? Egg. Yes. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. Huh? Who knows what surprises? The wonder none untied. Yummy Nestle chocolate with candy shapes and size. Oh, I wonder, 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 wonder what's wonder, in a wonder ball. Oh, yeah. We always got wonder balls I'm for Easter. I'm pretty wonder balls on there. Yeah. I don't know if that's um, t- technically considered an Easter candy, but for us, it... Well, now it is. It was. That's... We always got wonder balls. Do they still make wonder balls? I pray they do. I'm going to look it up right now. You know, the... um. Just like I, I, mine's been very chocolate heavy, but just like the the chocolate that comes in the egg, it's it's just oh, yeah, a like piece a of chocolate. chocolate that's in like the pasteled foil eggs. Yeah, okay, chocolate eggs. I think that's fine. Okay, so that brings our here's our grade eight in the category: Reese's eggs, Peeps, Cadbury cream eggs, Starburst jelly beans, chocolate bunny, gum eggs. We believe they're called Robin eggs, Wonder balls, and chocolate eggs. Perfect. Okay, now I'm gonna pair them up, and we're gonna start with. We're gonna we're gonna do the um the egg head to head. So let's do a Reese's eggs versus chocolate eggs. Well, obviously Reese's eggs. I know, but you know what? We have to have a first round for a reason. Yeah. So yeah, the chocolate eggs are good in a very much throw the last thing I'd want to eat sort of way, <laughs> and the Reese's eggs are good in a very much 
They're the first thing I'll eat sort of. You away. know, the chocolate eggs, they're they're an egg stuffer. A hundred percent. They're like, a plastic well, egg and stuffer. I think, I think the problem is like there's not a ton of good candies that can fit inside the eggs. Yeah. So like you have to do that because you can't fit a Reese's eggs inside an egg. Yeah. You know what I did this year is I bought George Mini Dinosaurs off Amazon for the eggs. Because oh. like I think for his age. Yeah. And here's the thing like. That's more fun for him because I'm only going to let him have like three pieces of candy anyway. Right. So like you can find as many as you want, my dude. You get three. Yeah. So what's it really matter? You can have as many dinosaurs as you want, though. Right. That was kind of my reasoning. I like that. Okay, let's do the next round with two straight classics. Peeps versus Cadbury cream eggs. And these are two controversial ones. I'm not a peep girl myself per se. So I'm going to go Cadbury cream eggs. I'm more of a peep girl than you. But I'm not a peep stan by any stress of the imagination. Like, so I'm fine with Cadbury doing it yeah. personally, but I feel like that's one of the few actually like because you can buy them. Like I will probably go and buy like a Cadbury one single you know, singular Cadbury egg because I don't have Easter baskets <laughs> it's on your to spring fill. Spring bucket list. There Put you it go. On your spring bucket list. I don't have I don't have Easter baskets to fill, so it would be straight up irresponsible of me to buy an entire bag of Reese's eggs because I would eat them all. Okay, um, do you want me to make you an Easter basket? No, I don't want an Easter basket. You know basket. mom's making Cindy and Grayson one? That's cute. Well, Bananas. they're in college, Kelly. I got it. You're right. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Um, Speaking of peeps, though, we thought we'd share. You guys really liked our family tradition that we shared. Oh, okay. Um, With the strings. We have another, because peeps is on her way out right now. Um, We have another family tradition that we do, because our mom loves peeps. And no one else does. No, you I, you do, but no one else I in the family eat does. Them, but I would I would choose a Cadbury cream above. And so anyway, every year we would get a peep in our Easter basket, and then we would have what's called a peep race. So we would all in our each different Easter baskets, we'd all get a different color or shape peep. So whether it be the ducks or it be the bunnies, and then we'd all have a different color. Well, none of us would eat them, so we did what we called peep races, and we would each put our different color peep in the toilet, and then we would flush them down the toilet. And it was, was it the first one or the last one, just standing one? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think but it, was it was the first one. It must have been. OK, so maybe it was the first one to make it down. The toilet bowl was the winner of the peep races. We did it every single year. And it was so much fun. No, and it would get. Yeah. So if you're looking for something to do this Easter morning after you do your little string hunt. Well, I guess Easter's over. So with your leftover peeps, have the peep race. Yeah. Flush them down the toilet. It's don't a lot ask, of fun. We're not plumbers, so don't ask us the repercussions. Yeah. But our dad let us do it. So I feel like it nothing, couldn't be that bad. Nothing dire ever happened. No. Looking back, I think it's fine. I think I agree. Because like, what's a peep versus right versus some right, 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 right. Okay, next, let's do Starburst jelly beans versus a chocolate bunny. Now, this is actually a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. Um, I'm still just like, if it's chocolate, it's a Reese's for. Oh my gosh, I know you're like it's Reese's, <laughs> not Reese's. Yeah, you're like I'm still like conforming. if it's chocolate, it's a Reese's. Well, so I'm leaning towards Starburst jelly beans, but I'll also say I bought some Starburst jelly beans recently and kept them at my house and didn't find myself finishing them because I just like wasn't that into it. <gasps> Never mind. What? I forgot my one of my favorite Easter candies. What is it? The colorful Tootsie Rolls. Oh, no. That wouldn't have lasted, Cal. No. Um, here's my thing. The chocolate bunny is iconic. And as a child growing up, chocolate bunny was your favorite. Everyone no, loved the it, chocolate bunny. As a kid, because it's like, haha, I ate his ears, or mom, look, I ate his butt. Ate his butt, like, ate his face. 
That's very kitty vibes. I think I think it should be the I think the chocolate bunnies move forward because they're just more iconic. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I don't disagree. Okay, next we have gum eggs versus a Wonder Ball. So if you don't know, I feel like not everyone has a Wonder Ball, but like that. I'm sorry, this is our podcast, and I will fight for Wonder Balls. Uh, do they make Wonder Balls anymore? Did we already I'm talk about this? Literally googling as we speak. So Wonder Balls, I, they I, do. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wonder Balls are, are balls of chocolate filled with other candies and or like toys. It goes, you guys have heard the song. Oh, well, yeah. I wonder, no, we heard it because you already sang it. Oh, yeah. So you don't need to do that again. They're in stock, no exaggeration. You can buy them for $3 at Party City. Wow. We did love a Wonder Ball. I mean, the candy, it. the candy on the inside and the outside was not good by any stretch of the imagination. I remember being amazing, Elizabeth. I don't but know. it's 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 the nostalgia for me. We had a Wonder Ball in every single Easter basket. Okay, I'm, so I sound like you want to go Wonder Ball. Yeah, because gum eggs again. That's like, hey mom, do you want this candy? Like that would be the first thing to go on a pick for pick. Okay, so that's pick for I'm pick. At. By the way, I feel like well, this is another sun trip tradition we have to explain. After Halloween, more specifically, sometimes Easter, we would all sit in a circle and put our loot, our candy loot in front of each other. And we would say like, hey, I'll trade you my my bunny for five of your mm-hmm. a, of your Reese's eggs. And then you do pick for pick. Trade for trade. So I can buy 10 Wonder Balls for $37. Should okay. I do it? Um, sh- yeah, well, that'd be a good tra- test drive. Well, they're all the same, though. Okay, so um, what Wonder Balls are moving on? Yeah. All right. And okay, our final four: Reese's eggs, Cadbury cream eggs, chocolate bunny, and Wonder Balls. It's the chocolate show. Let's start with Wonder Balls versus the chocolate bunny. I think it's chocolate. I think the chocolate bunny is more tasty than a Wonder Ball, but they both they both give me the same amount of like excitement. I would also just maybe I'm wrong, but I'd like to see the chocolate bunny do more. Like, do we do they come in a cookies and cream? They version? do, of course oh. they do. Cal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then I'm, I'm fine with that. I think Chocolate Bunny moves forward. I like a variety. Chocolate Bunny. I think they even have like a Reese's Chocolate Bunny. Like they, Chocolate Bunny is like so doing versatile. Okay. And then next we have Reese's Eggs versus Cadbury Cream Eggs. I think it's obviously going to be Reese's. Reese's. And then yeah. that brings us to our final two of the Great Eight of Easter Candy is Reese's Eggs versus Chocolate Bunny. Uh, it's tough. If I were a child... Chocolate bunny. Chocolate bunny as a adult with a more fine-tuned palate, it's obviously Reese's egg. Yeah, but I do wonder like the fun factor plays, I think, a big role. Yeah. So I'm gonna say I wanna say chocolate bunny. I want chocolate bunny to win. I feel like she deserves it. I, I feel like she's been like put like absolutely caring. Like she ran so or she walked so the Reese's egg could run. You're like, right, because it was the. I mean, she I'm paved assuming the way. it was the original. She paved the way. Okay, that's gonna make Chocolate Bunny our winner, 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 chicken dinner. And don't forget to do your peep races if you do it. Tag us on Instagram at the Carpool or the Car Mom. I'm dying to see. Um, I need to get them for George and Hattie. Yeah, because we need to do it. Mm-hmm. George will think that's hilarious. I know he really will. Except I do wonder the precedent it will set because, like, we don't put other things in the toilet and flush it. Yeah, maybe you have to wait until he's just, like, a little bit older. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Next, we're going to move on to our industry news topic. Okay. So, industry news, as always, is here to leave you quaking. Do you want the mom news first or do you want the car news first? I kind of want the mom news. Okay. 
Well, it's not great, but it's just really a story I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone has any good like mom slash parenting stories and you want to send them for industry news, let me know. But did you know that Kylie Jenner decided to rename her baby? Yeah. Okay, so I have an update. Kylie Jenner explains why she's still not ready to announce son's new name. So if you missed it, Kylie Jenner had her baby boy, congratulations, and named him Wolf. And then we still haven't seen a picture of the baby. And then a few weeks later... She posted on Instagram, just like a random Instagram slide and was like, hey, just FYI, our son's name is no longer Wolf. It just didn't feel right. And then we haven't heard what the new name is. So she says, we haven't fully legally changed it or anything. So I don't want to announce a new name and change it again. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Who welcomed their son with Travis Scott on February 2nd added. So, yeah, we're just not ready to share our name, our name yet. So how do you feel about her naming the baby and then changing the name? Well, I think it's something that we should normalize. I agree. Because I think there are a lot of parents who it's really hard to name a baby. It's really hard to name a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I for me, I think like George was always going to be George and Hattie was always going to be Hattie. And I think it just like worked out that I, I feel like George is such a George. I feel like Hattie is such a Hattie. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the next baby, I don't really, I have a few names that I like, so I'll probably not name the baby until I meet the baby. Mm-hmm. And I had, we had other names for George and we had another name for Hattie, but those were the front runners. Yeah. Um, but like if George came out and I really didn't think he looked like a George, I would have named him something different. Yeah. So I think it should be normalized. It's like so much pressure to be like, uh, Jenner Kardashian and name your child. Like they yeah. just it's such it's such a thing. So I'm okay with it. And honestly, like I'm happy there's no longer a wolf a wolf Scott. Webster. Webster. Oh. <laughs> wolf Webster. Yeah. I thought he was gonna name him Sunny. I know that'd be funny. Well Sunny and Stormy. We shall see. But yeah, so that was my little mom news of the day. I had something else I was gonna say, but now oh, like for example, there's some times where I'm not gonna say I regret Hattie's name, but there are some days where I'm like, should I have named her Harriet? Or should I have just named her Hattie? Because mm. when she was a baby, I called her Harriet sometimes. I never call her Harriet. I never call her Harriet anymore. And then yeah. we just call her Hattie. Yeah. So I'm just like, and I, it's funny because I always loved the name Hattie and I never loved the name Harriet. I, I also think normalizing, just naming your child the nickname that you want to name them is okay. You felt, pr- you felt social pressure to name her Harriet. Because everyone's always like, what's it long for? Yeah. Or what's it short for? What's it short for? People yeah. ask me, what's Kelly short for? Freaking Kelly. Kelly's Kelly. I know. Normalize just naming your kid the nickname. What you want to name So your I'm not going to regret Harriet's name because... You can't live like that. Because I can't live like that. But I don't know if I would... I think if I did it again, I would just name her Hattie. Wow. I'm, that's kind of bold of me to say. That is bold of you to say. We'll see. Okay. So anyway, that was my mom industry news. Now we're going to move on to our automotive industry news. And they are going to leave you quaking. I have quite a few and I kind of want to get through them kind of fast. The first is, uh, I said last time that Elon Musk bought 9.2 shares in Twitter and now he was going to be on the board. He said no to a board seat. Doesn't want to do it. Okay. Don't know what that means. Just wanted to tell everyone. Okay. He just was like, no, I don't want to be on the board. But he still owns the most of it. So it's a little bit confusing. Okay. The two stories I want to talk about are... I have the latest numbers on the microchip shortage. I have two updates on that front. So the global microchip shortage is still happening. And actually recently today, an article came out that said the Volkswagen CFO says this will fester into 2024. It ain't going nowhere. Dang. And then I thought this was an interesting article as well. European, or sorry. 
In a new production forecast, AFS, the Auto Forecast Solutions, added about 98,000 vehicles to its global tally of vehicles that have been removed from automakers' production schedules this year. About 1.4 million vehicles have been axed so far in 2022 on the top of the 10.5 million vehicles lost during 2021. 10.5 10.5 million vehicles lost across the world in 2021. Oh my gosh. And then here's the breakdown. So in North America, the 2022 product in North America, the 2022 product projected in North America, the 2022 projected cars is right over 500,000 and year to date we have 34,000 or 341,000. So that is a lot less cars yeah. than we've had in the previous years. Um, so all that to say is microchip shortage is not getting better. Respectfully, that's not news. <laughs> well, it's not news. No, it's not news, but it is interesting to hear. No, it is. Volkswagen be the first one to come out and say it's going to fester into 2024, which I honestly appreciate the transparency because I've been pretty vocal. I've been pretty fo- vocal and frustrated at the manufacturers for, I think, leaving their customers in the, and their dealerships in the dark and kind of giving false hope. Um, so I think that Volkswagen's the first one to say this. I would imagine if Volkswagen, if Vol- I mean, Volkswagen's a huge corporate, like they're a huge brand. Like if they're not getting the chips, like no one else is getting the chips either. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, exactly. And Volkswagen, from what I had read, Volkswagen was actually like, they handled the chip shortage better than a lot of the other brands out there did. Like Toyota and the American brands, like they just did not, they were not as prepared for this as the German and the Korean brands. Like, so anyway. All that to be said, it's still happening. My advice is do not wait for it to be over because I think it's going to be a long time. And at the end of it, I don't know how much better it's really going to be. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the prices we were at before. That's so crazy. It's crazy. Okay. And the last um, industry news I have is this is good news for people who have older traits. It's a opinion piece. Oh, I don't know if it's opinion piece, but just an interesting perspective. How high mileage vehicles turn into sales for car dealers. So this is an article basically about how cars that dealerships used to send to auction or to the wholesale market, Mm -hmm. they are now retailing because there is a market for higher mileage vehicles. Before the pandemic and the shortage of cars happened, anything over 150,000 miles, we really didn't touch. But the way the market is now, it made this stretch a little, Silvano says. Those super high mileage, those super high mileage vehicles went directly to auction before the pandemic. Um, But now they are selling them. So this was an example of a Buick GMC dealership in Highland, Michigan, west of Detroit. They recently sold a 2013 GMC Acadia with 270,000 miles. Wow. Um, The Carfax report on the owner was a one. It was a one owner crossover. And they asked, (laughs) do you want to guess how much they asked for it? No. $10,000. Wow. For a car with. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. For a car with 270,000 miles on it. So I think the good news is um, if you have a higher mileage trade that you didn't think was worth anything or you think the dealership wouldn't take, you have leverage and you have negotiation power Mm -hmm. and you should be using it. You should be using it to to its fullest. Um, So, yeah, that's my that was my industry news for the day. I love that. Thanks, Cal. I do have. um, Do you want to hear what's coming up at what they're showing at New York? Sure. Okay, so there's a few things being revealed at the New York Auto Show for the first time in about two and a half years. Um, 
And here what the, here's what it is. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but Dios Automobiles, the Austria, the Austrian startup, will debut its hypercar. Oh, Maddie listened to our episode and he came down and told me what it was. We were, we were pronouncing it wrong. And then he came to, I know, Deus. he told me to. Deus. Okay. De- I don't know. That could be wrong. Anyway, Deus Automobiles. They're going to be there. Can't wait. Hyundai will reveal the fresh in 2023 Palisade with a large crossover and a wider grill. Oh, sorry. The large crossover features a wider cascading grill, updated front and rear fascia, and new headlight design. Cannot wait to Cannot see it. Cannot wait. Kia will show the redesigned Nero, which is their um, subcompact crossover. They will also debut a, f- a freshened version of the widely popular Telluride. Nissan will debut an outdoorsy version of the redesigned Pathfinder. And VinFast Vin is a Viet- Vietnamese automaker, and they will display three upcoming electric crossovers, the VF7, the VF8, and the VF9. So that's what there is to see. That's what that's what will be debuted at the New York Auto Show. I'm so excited. Me too. I can't not wait to see the new Palisade. That's what I'm most excited for. And to see what Deos has to offer. De- yeah, Deos. Either way. Yeah. Well, we will for, for sure give the updates once we come back. And we'll talk about what we're excited to see, what was underwhelming, and just give any updates that the brands want everyone to know. 100%. Okay, so Kel, now it's time for our Dish the drive through And we have a very special Dish the drive through because... We revealed our voicemail last week, and we got quite a few callers um, um, with ideas for Dish to Drive Through. So we did go ahead and pick one very special one that uh, we both had thoughts on. And so I'm just going to play it, and then we can talk about it. Yeah, real quick, I just want to remind everyone the phone number is 959-CARPOOL. That's 959-CARPOOL. If you want to call in, leave a Dish to Drive Through, or just tell us anything else. We'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for the people who did call. We will get through these in the next couple of weeks because we just had, I think, about 18 people. Yeah, we had about 18. So that's so exciting. And they're yeah. really good. Oh, my gosh. I was sitting there listening to them all. My mouth was watering. Okay. So okay. who's so, this from? This is from Lindsay. Hi, this is Lindsay from Houston, Texas. I have a Ditch the drive through three ingredients. It is called chicken pesto pasta. So you need chicken breast or chicken tenders, a jar of pesto sauce, and a box of your favorite pasta. It could be shortcut, long cut, whatever you have in the pantry. Take your chicken, put it with a little oil in a pan. You're going to cut it up into small bite-sized pieces, let it cook all up. Then you're going to toss that with a little bit of your pesto sauce all while your noodles are boiling. When the noodles are done boiling, you just drain them, add a little pesto to your pasta, throw in your diced pesto chicken, and you have chicken pesto pasta. Have a great day, ladies. Love you guys. Lindsay, love you too. Thank you for those incredibly clear instructions. No, incredibly clear. Like she was, she got straight to the point, which is what we need in the dish drive through because I do not have time to like read the novel before a recipe and then read the ingredients and then figure out how to make the recipe. I know. There, and there is something, I'll try to do a little research. There's something very interesting about why recipes do that. I think it's because, someone told me this one time, because you can't copyright a recipe, but you can copyright a story. So you have to like write the story 
So then like the recipe can be copyrighted and it's probably the ad revenue on their websites. Ad revenue. I saw this meme one time that was like you could admit to um, committing murder in the pre story before a recipe and no Uh, one you would never be caught. A hundred percent. So anyway, my thoughts on Lindsay's recipe, the the pesto chicken pasta. Genius. Like I'm so good. I'm inspired. And it was sitting it was sitting right in front of us the whole time. I freaking love pesto. I love pesto. You make a really good pesto. I make great homemade pesto. And we just eat it on sweet potatoes, my favorite food. Um, So good. Or I'll put it on my avocado toast sometimes. But like the fact that I've never just like put it together with chicken, you add a little parm. I mean, you feel throw veggies if you're feeling it. You feel like so elevated. It's like a classier spaghetti it's well, just as easy as spaghetti. It's just as easy as spaghetti. And like we need pasta. We need more simple pasta dishes in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually following. I talk about her a lot, but I, I love Naptime Kitchen. If you're not following Napka- Naptime Kitchen on Instagram, she's a good follow. And I think every Monday she makes pasta. Oh. So it's just like, some, but like how simple is that for your meal plan? Like mm-hmm. I can't commit to being like, this is what I'm making. But on Monday she does pasta. So she finds yeah. some sorts of pasta. nice pasta sauce, yeah. like from Trader Joe's or like wherever. And it's pasta on Mondays. Yeah. And I'm like, that is such a good idea. And yeah. like, this is such an easy one to put into your rotation. And such good leftovers. Like those are leftovers you're excited about. And I love a recipe where you can do the most or do the least. Yeah. So like do the most, bake some chicken breasts, make homemade pesto or do the least and get a rotisserie chicken and jarred pesto. Like I, mean, I love being at two ends of the spectrum. I totally agree. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you for reminding us oh. that pesto exists. And I feel like pesto is such a good gateway to get your kids to eat other green vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like if they trust pasta pesto, like next thing you know, they're eating green beans. Like that's just where I feel yeah. like they're similar. Yeah. Also, just yeah. like such a such a good spring meal. It's nice and light, nice yeah. and fresh. Spring bucket list. There you go. Oh, my gosh. So thank you, Lindsay. And again, if you have any ditch the drive throughs please feel free to give us a call and leave a voicemail at 959-CARPOOL. And we'll we'll still bring some ditch the drive throughs to the table when we have them. Because um, I have been doing a fridge clean out this week. Yeah. But it's just been so uninspired. Here's my ditch the drive. Oh, I said it last time. Hot dogs. I'm still not over how great hot dogs are to feed I my mean, family. I mean, you're talking about them for two weeks in a row, so. I know. I'm really excited about them still. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to wrap up by... I just want to give a quick little update on our book. Oh, yeah. Our book how club... To top, how to Stop Time by Matt Haig is the book we are reading slash listening to. And we heard your feedback. And next time, we will definitely make the book club or the book recap its own episode. Yeah. So you can easily go back and find it when you finish it. Because that's the great part. Like, start it whenever. Yeah. Like, it ends with the, us. The recap will be waiting for you. The recap will, will, will be waiting for you. And I think that's just like what we need and that's why I just like you'd finish a book and you didn't have anyone to talk to about it. So yeah. we were happy to provide that service. So you know, we've both started How to Stop Time. Um, I actually really like it so far. Yeah, I think it brings up a lot of like interesting um, perspectives and yes. points. I agree. Like, oh. And it's a little bit of a love story, but we're, it's from a man's perspective. Yeah. Which is kind of fun and different just to hear like, you know, his perspective on love versus like a woman's perspective. Mm hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. I think it's thought provoking. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm not craving to listen to it like I have with other books. I will say, but I am enjoying it when I'm, you know, painting a room in my house. Like I put it on the background or when I'm walking or driving. So you're really selling it. 
Well, I'm, I'm being honest. I've heard it's affordable, though. I found, I, I've gotten people saying that they found it on Apple Books. I don't even know what that is. For $2.99, some people found it on their Kindle, Kindle. app for super cheap. Yeah. Um, it's on Libby, the library app. So it's an, it's an easy book to find. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get a lot of good listening in. How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. That is our book. And that is our show. What a great show. Star-studded, jam-packed. Jam-packed and full of tea. Not really, but... Just trying to use our word. I know. Do you have any tea? Um, I think that there's kind of tea with Kim Kardashian sort of like formally putting Pete Davidson on her Instagram. Instagram. I know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I mean, I am a Kardashian stan. I'm going to be honest. And uh-huh. like, I follow a lot of people who really like the Kardashians too. So like the Morning Toast loves them. Not Skinny But Not Fat loves them. Um and I just do think that sometimes they don't always get a comp. They don't always get recognized for some of their comp. Like they are good businesswomen. Yeah, and I'm I admire that. Yeah, but how do you feel about Pete Davidson? Oh, don't understand it. I don't understand it either. Um, and he's so young. He's he's younger than me. He's twenty seven. Yeah, and she's like in her forties, which I just can't believe he's so young. Because I feel I like he's been know. around for forever. Like when did he become famous? I don't know. How do you feel? I don't know. At first, I kind of like thought it could be like a PR thing because it's just like like they're both so big and I wouldn't really think that they would go together. But I don't know. A lot of a lot of the ladies like Pete. So I, I guess I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I'm if you're happy, I'm happy, I guess. Yeah, for sure. OK, well, that's the only tea that came to mind. Any other tea? Don't make that noise. Sorry. Any other tea? I don't think so. All right. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Uh, please feel free to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you're loving. Head over to the Carpool on Instagram where we have a lot more fun content there. And you can also watch us on YouTube. So feel free to subscribe over at YouTube. And we'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.